0: System, but, hey, man, I caught your show last week, man. It was dope, bro. Let me drop some knowledge on you, partner. No. No. Because I don't trust that you study. I, I, I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. We're honesty. Honesty is the policy. dash topic. Welcome back to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. I'm your host, Brett Riley. The show is called I Like Some of You because that's what this show is this show is for people to let their guard down uh it's basically to take the pressure off we're constantly bombarded right now with this idea of you can't judge people um people feel bad all the time for having judgment or feeling the way that they feel this is a show for you to let that go let it go you're supposed to be judgmental we have brains they work whether we want them to or not i'm your host brett riley um i am a stand-up comedian i'm not an expert on anything but i'm highly opinionated and i have an opinion on everything um especially now that i'm a dad you know i got little ones most of the guests i have on Are very close friends of mine Uh, if they aren't an extreme a a very close friend of mine it's somebody that's uh, that I at least know enough professionally uh, for us to you know have the banter that we end up having I have no idea why but I counted how many days I've been locked up with my kids Um, I've been in For 170 days. And I took, it was actually 180, but I had to take 10 days off because I got to go on vacation to Colorado. I just can't believe how long I've been locked in. It's not that bad. I mean, I'm pretty spoiled. Now I'm wondering if I can even go back, you know, like when when life supposedly goes back to normal. I don't even know if I'm going to even be down for it. I'm kinda of, this is kind of my thing now. You know? I'm a hermit. I like being hunkered down with just my family and my wife. Really simplifies things. I just need to keep her happy and keep the kids happy. And we put a oh, my wife, that's something new. My wife and I put in uh an offer in on a house. So yeah, keep those thoughts out there. I hope we get it. It's incredible. It's four bedrooms. Two baths and we'd own it. It's a, it's a house. We're very lucky with what we have right now, but we're renting. And my wife, <clears throat> like you know, most people, doesn't like throwing away money on rent. Me, hmm. I'm not that big about ownership, but uh I can see like not throwing money away. So and actually owning it. So I'm down for it. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> the kids also the, you know, where we put a house down, the, 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 uh, the schools are like tens, nine and 10. So uh, all the appliances are brand new. Every aspect of this house is perfect. So I, uh, I hope we get it. If not, my family's still very, very blessed and, Fortunate for the situation that we currently are in. Um, protests still going on. The world is definitely still going crazy. Donald Trump is trying to deny that he called troops suckers and losers, especially the dead soldiers. He, I guess, it's very well documented that he has a very very. He's just an, He's not a. He's not a military guy. It's actually. In his, uh, it's in his agreement with uh, his former wife that if Tiffany Trump were to ever go into the military, it would totally negate uh, her inheritance and everything. So it's kind of weird for him to try and say that he doesn't have something against the military when that that verbiage is actually in there, that if Tiffany Trump were to go into the military or any branch of the military, she would be, she would void her inheritance. So that's kind of damning. Uh, on top of the fact that he legit (laughs) has talked so much crap about John McCain, uh, and his infamous statement, uh, he's a hero, because he got captured, because he's a POW. I like my heroes that don't get captured. Um, yeah, he's a disgrace. I'm, I'm. I'm. It's very well known. I'm not a fan of this dude. Uh, but it's when it's gotten to the point where he's he he literally craps on all of our heroes, whether it be our athletes, whether it be our military servicemen. He's just. It's just to the point now. I mean, oh, also he shot like a big old white chunk of Adderall out of his nose uh at the his press conference the other day, which was pretty disgusting. Uh oh yeah, he's he's <clears throat> anyway. I always talk trash about this guy. <clears throat> so let's go into mental health uh survival. I think it is suicide prevention week if I'm right. Hey uh Uh, And to let you know that we are social distancing, Um, we are taking this very seriously. My guests are through uh, over, we're on the internet. We are not in the same rooms. We are social distancing. My man Q, my producer is handling, hey Q, uh, and and we will definitely put up the suicide prevention um, number, phone number which I hope you guys will um, definitely utilize if you're feeling you're not alone, you're not stuck. Um, We're all stuck right now when it comes to the pandemic. Um, Mental health is very serious. There's always somebody you can call. Uh, So make sure that you uh, realize that you're worth it and realize that you're valuable and uh, reach out. There's always somebody to help you talk to you. Now that now that I got all the, the 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 fun stuff out of the way, all the negative blah 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 out of the way, I would like to introduce to you guys my guest who I'm super excited to have on my show. Uh, actually that's that suicide national helpline is 1-800-662-help. So 1-800-662-4357 that is the national suicide Uh, and Substance Abuse Mental Health Hotline. So make sure to utilize that and realize that you are worth it. People care about you, and we want you here, and we want you with us. So we got to find a way to cope. Now, we got all that out of the way. My guest today, I'm really glad that I could get him in his busy schedule. Um, He is a producer, he is a director of photography, he is a professional shooter, he's working, he's worked on shows like Men, Ice Road Truckers, um ABC. I can't remember the name of the show on ABC. He'll correct me when he comes on. But this guy has been a friend of mine for over a decade, he's an extremely talented guy, one of the, one of the people that I definitely bounce on a ton of ideas off of especially during the pandemic so i had to get him as a guest on my show i want you guys to definitely give it up uh in, in, while you're listening uh to my man jason hubble is in the house what's up jason how are you
1: brad what's up buddy thanks for having me
0: yeah jason is uh joining us from houston so him and his uh his brood just managed to skip a double hurricane dude was in new orleans <laughs> Yeah. And had a hurricane fly by him, and uh, his while at, while he was in New Orleans working on a another high intensity show that sounds like a good project. I'm sure you probably can't talk about that one yet, but uh, what was the name of that show? Was it called Castaways on ABC or what's it called?
1: Yeah, that was Castaways. Yeah, that was. You worked on that one. Show, right? I did. Oh yeah, yeah. It's too bad. It's unfortunate because I know the. The time at the time, the head of ABC, she loved the show. Just I don't know why it didn't continue. It was it was the fans just didn't respond as well as we had hoped, I suppose. It was still to me, like from the perspective of being behind the camera, it was super fun to work on. Yeah. You're in Indonesia for, you know, nine weeks. It's hot as hell. You're living on a yacht oh living on a yacht man geez it's not what you think man it gets old just like everything else everybody's like hawaii's so great yeah it's cool if you're not from there and you're there for what a month you're ready to go dude you're you're marooned you're stuck it's like the same routine over and over and over again it's like what i would equate to prison or something i don't yeah. know it's just, you, there's no there's no escape like you escape to escape to go there but then you're there and you're like well where's the escape from here
0: yeah, when you're in it, it's not it's not glamorous at all, right? <laughs> I could. Yeah, we've talked. What was funny was when we were talking the other night, Jason, uh, Jason and I have seriously known each other since before Shane and I even got married. So Jason and I met one night. Uh, where do we meet at that? Uh, it was a bar in North Hollywood. Uh, yeah. It was no ho. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, uh, no no bar.
0: Yeah, no bar in North Hollywood. Yeah. And my wife yeah. and like three or four of my friends all went into No Bar after I had won the Uncle the Clyde's comedy. comedy. No, I'd won Uncle Clyde's which oh, was in Pas- right. was, it was in Pasadena. Uh but the night before but a couple but er, that same week I had won the Compton comedy competition. Uh but but I but my friends were with me cause I just won this comedy competition at the ice house in, in, in Pasadena, which was a pretty big deal. Like I just won 600 bucks. My friends and I are all out chilling and shooting just, just being goofballs and, and uh, we happen to run into Jason and we've been friends ever since. So uh, yeah. So we've grown up a lot. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, <laughs> throughout yeah. our friendship now jason i got two kids i got a seven-year-old girl and a five-year-old son and uh jason's got a got a little he's a
1: year a year and a half today
0: a year and a half today yeah
1: little yeah. man he's so got a little dude. measurement we got to do the measurement on the uh, door frame to his room we decided that we're gonna do it every six weeks until he's about five and then this you know once a year or whatever
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you got to do documenting that stuff is that's everything right now so he's right in the heat of it i'm right in the heat of it the whole time during this pandemic we've been usually what What usually like what one night out of the week or whatever we usually just kind of
1: <laughs> yeah it always starts off like you know oh we're gonna talk for 20 minutes and it's like two and a half hours later once a week probably we just hammer out stuff and kind of what we're doing now but a, a little less filtered i I'd, sh- I'd say
0: yeah i would say yeah definitely that uh well what the whole thing has been is uh the over the pandemic is golly man i mean you what's crazy is like at the start of it you were working and the and and like you said what was funny is when we were talking the other night you were like i'm a pretty laid-back guy you know pretty laid-back and i go yeah uh for an adrenaline junkie i would say you're pretty laid back
1: (laughs) you know like for real like yeah you're laid back but i mean now listen dude your body gets a little bit stiffer your body gets a little bit older your mind gets a little bit smarter i mean there's a reason why women live longer dude let's just be real you know It's it's a lot a lot of it's the risk factor you know guys just beat the crap out of their bodies yeah and then as you get older, you're like, yeah, you know what, man, I, get, I don't know. I just found a way to hopefully channel a little less of that daredevil dude. <laughs> like, I'll live vicariously through my son now, but I'm not yeah. going to obviously say, hey, dude, you know, go jump off a cliff without a, you know, a parachute or something, but definitely want to see him take risks too. And I think that's a monster for life in general, just to take risks. Yeah. I want not just some physical risk. It's like back in the day when I worked on the Richard Branson show and then ironically enough, he was in competition with Donald Trump for the apprentice. And a lot of people's beef was, it's like, why would anyone want to give away half their company to somebody who was adrenaline junkie? That was Richard Branson's mantra on the flip side. It was like, Donald Trump is exactly the same who he is now, just a dictator, you know? So it's, it's funny, the parallels, like, I'd rather work for a guy that's willing to take some risks and maybe jump off a cliff or try to fly your hot air balloon around the world and land in Morocco and become fr- friends with the king. You know, Richard Brant is an insane human being.
0: Right. That's what's bugged me about, like, Trump has been who everybody knew he was since the 80s. I don't quite understand, like, well, another thing that bothers me is, like, all these people that are willing to jump into bed with him, you know, go into business with him, be on his television show. These Republicans that are willing to, you know, put their reputations completely, solely their reputations. I, I don't, I, I just don't get it. You know, like all these people are like, uh, all the people that worked on the show was like, oh yeah, on the set he used to <laughs> say, um, really bad things about black people and he used to say really bad things about women and he used to do this like everybody he's been the guy, the person that everybody
1: thought you, you he was. Know, yeah you know, you know how you and i the other night we were talking about jordan and i'm sort of defending him saying he's not a yeah. and you're kind of on the other side of that i am but, on the
0: other side of that i think michael jordan well, without question is one of the greatest basketball players ever but as a human being no
1: I started thinking about it afterwards. And first off, we don't know who he is as a human being. We're not inside the walls that he lives in. We don't know for sure. But I have an opinion based off of like what the footage is I get. So I started thinking about it more and I'm like, you know, there is some validity to what you said because he (laughs) – you know that saying there is no I in team? And he's like, yeah, but there's an I in win. So that's the Trump mantra too. That's the same sort of thing. It's like, well, you know – these narcissists, it's always comes down to a singularity thing. Yeah. I, I. always. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's the thing, but that's also the thing that has always turned me off. Like I know first that that's always turned me off. I don't know why, but the whole, the win at any cost people to me, that's way too big of a price and there's gotta be something wrong with somebody to literally dedicate themselves to the whole, win at any cost
1: and i agree with you but i feel like to some degree it's it's like it's easy to sit back and say well i don't agree with that so how can i understand it maybe that's what we all need to do better as a human race is try to understand the other person's point of view better you know instead of automatically just cutting it off and saying well dude i don't know man I, i don't agree with them so I'm going to put them in this compartment and you know, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. They run out of options. <clears throat> it before. does seem
0: like the easy way I don't out know. to I don't know. cut people off and be like, yeah, 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 we're done. You don't get to talk about it. We don't, I don't want to hear your opinion. I disagree with you. So therefore, uh, so therefore I'm shutting it off. Yeah, I can't, I see, I, I see that aspect of it. I see that that's a valid point. But at some point, man, don't we have to shut off the spigot to these people? You know what I mean? T- shut the water off. Shut the power off on these people. Like Donald Trump, I just. And usually
1: dude, what that does is just cause an uprising and it creates more of a divide and it creates more people choosing the you know a side that maybe that you don't see eye to eye with. So it's yeah. like when you, you know, all these movies we've seen since we were kids, like Demolition Man, you know, they all lived underground and they were considered like you know, uh, less than society deserved to have, but they were probably the ones that had, it's, it's kind of like when I've gone over to Africa and, you know, um, I've been in some really remote places and you see like 26 kids that are all within like months of each other in age and they're happier than anyone I've ever met before. You know, so it's like overstimulation sometimes could be, um, It could be a detriment, too. Well, we've talked a lot
0: about that in the pandemic, that it's not that there's, you know, when we get frustrated, we've kind of been there for each other to kind of be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. You feel that way. Back off the cliff. Back off the cliff. Yeah. Everybody's not bad. Everybody's not some, you know most of our population is not mindless schmucks that will go along with with whatever con man comes along totally. but so, but the perception we're not
1: always right too
0: right but yeah. the perception the way that it's being laid out we can also understand why there's so many people that are hope that feel hopeless and 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 really feel ground like like their souls being ground down by the relentless onslaught of them repeating the same stuff in our social media, man, that's, that's, that's tough, man. I'm doing the whole 30 right now.
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, that's, dude.
0: The yeah. whole no boozing during a pandemic and which I needed to do it because I needed to get rid of bad habits and you can't just, you can't, it's hard well, to pinpoint bad habits if you're not willing to sacrifice and give stuff. It's, up.
1: it's all, it's all about, um, Quantity, or how, or not quantity, what's the word I'm trying to say, Brett? You're, um, uh, Jesus, where you're moderation. Yeah, it's hard to find balance. Moderation
0: you know, but, and balance, yeah, is, is, it is important.
1: But-, but if you're overdoing it with the booze, and obviously you're creating like two things, you're creating a false reality a lot of times because you're carrying this fog that just gets thicker and thicker over time. You know, but if you just moderately drink and it's like once a week, like whatever, get a little buzz on, cool. You know, but you're doing that every day or you wake up thinking about it. It's kind of like anything that you obsess over. Again, it goes back to what you said earlier, just a, 10 minutes ago, about how at any cost, what is the cost? Yeah. There's and all-
0: if you're just, and if you're, if you're trying to pretend like drinking a significant amount of alcohol every day, doesn't have some kind of a consequence to it Absolutely, you're fooling yourself you know totally. now 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 saying that uh alcohol just taking it out of the equation has helped me realize you know there's other stuff i need to take out of the equation like like i've told you i haven't been able to do it but i was going to what was supposed to be a part of this whole 30 was not only was I going to give up the alcohol and change up the diet and, and uh, eat better, but I was going to get rid of social media.
1: Yeah. And are I have, still... I told I you, dude, I, I called you on it from the very beginning. I was like, dude, Brett, I would put more money on you being able to stop all the other negative things that you think are in your life. And we don't need to go into your personal business. But yeah, I, I knew that social media was going to be the number one. I was like, there's no way this dude's going to be able to get rid of that because you know it's your kryptonite. And strangely, for some reason, people want to fly a little too close to the sun. And what happens, you know?
0: Yeah, I can't.
1: And and you know yourself too, which is hilarious because it's like you validate your own excuse by saying, well, I knew I wasn't going to anyway. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it sucks. I can't get rid of it. It's crack. Well, dude, you know, like I, I, I've, I've fought a bad temper my whole life. Yeah. So, you know, we all have some sort of thing that we'd ultimately like to change about ourselves, but you know, I think if you give it the old college try, you'll probably at least learn something from it.
0: Yeah, I just don't want to be. I just don't like that I can. It's just so proven how easily it can mold our behavior. It can change our behavior. It not only does it mess up our mood, but it's showing that it can actually change people's behavior. And it's eating,
1: Yeah. Like just when I went on this job recently for the two weeks, I hadn't worked in four months because of the pandemic. You know, the world kind of shut down a little bit, as you know, and my industry was hit. Mm -hmm. But not to mention Natalie and I are trying to be safe. You know, like I don't care what people's opinions are. I'm not talking about any of that stuff when it comes to this pandemic. I'm simply just telling a story about like my personal perspective. And like when I went on this job, Yeah. It was the first time in my career, and probably a good, well, maybe it was the first time since I actually know what I'm doing. And, you know, that takes a long time. I've been doing this for a long time, and I didn't know what I was doing for a really long time, and now I do. And it was the first time I felt like kind of like on the outside looking in, a little bit ostracized. And I was like, am I creating this craziness in my own head? You know, is it me that's sort of making myself feel this way? Because I, the world that we're living in right now and i started to think about it. I was like wow and you started the conversation off today by saying the thrill seeking thing i was like whoa dude you're not the guy that just jumps off the cliff anymore like dude you're thinking too much relax a little bit and you know don't forget that jumping off a roof into a swimming pool could be fun yeah you know what, I'm, you know yeah. what i mean it's like I, I lost sight of like my own confidence i guess
0: yeah. It's hard to, we've talked a lot about how scary it is that we don't want to start doubting ourselves. You don't want to start doubting. You don't want to get into, we don't want to get into a habit of going, ah. you don't want your first instinct to be like, Oh no, no. You don't want to have your guard up on everything because then that's you're- the
1: perfect way of saying it, right? It's like, you don't need to have your guard up on everything. Of course, like, you know, don't be naive, but have Your guard, up. like, don't if, have your guard up. Yeah, if you have your guard
0: time. up all the time, you're gonna block any possibility of great. If th- there's not even a chance that something great's gonna happen, which if is you're-
1: ironic because you and I have had so much, so many positive, um, we've come up with a lot of good ideas during this this pandemic, you know. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, it's on by the way. I'm not- I'm not taken away from the world and all the people that have perished through this and like the, the hardships that people are having simply absolutely, that for you and I, we've definitely had some growth within just ideas that hopefully could turn into money for us, you know, and our families and the people we love around us. We bring in the family, you know, like the work family. Yeah. And we've t- that's kind of been
0: our struggle though, the whole time. And what we've been working on is we're both like, well, for for instance, this show is called "I Like Some of You" <laughs> because I really do like want to encourage people to challenge yourself. Be around, like, be friends with people that don't agree with you all the time. Be friends with people that will literally be like, "Yo, man, uh, I think you're talented." Uh, I also but think, you, but that, you should do this, bro. Well, you should do this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which I don't know. Yeah, I've I've, I've talked to you about that over the pandemic because I don't even know how to handle it that most people I meet. I find it cool that people get comfortable around me. But I also find it amazing that most people I talk to will at some point or the other go, hey, man, you know what you should do? (laughs) Or, oh, man, don't make decisions like that without you know what you should totally hit me up whenever you got to make decisions like that and i'm like wait if you guys if i'm an adult and you think i'm talented what you don't you do not trust that i can make the decision on my own and that's not it it's just that i've opened the discussion with people and that's how i like carrying it you know i make a lot of big broad sweeping statements but most of the time the sweeping statement is actually a ploy to 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 deepen the conversation, because I I I have to get feedback. That's what's killing me so much about. I've said it a million times, but what's killing me on this on this pandemic is I need strangers, man. I'm driving my wife insane, and I feel like <laughs> I'm driving my friends. I feel like I'm driving my friends insane. I know come, some of my friends. Have you, have have you
1: seen Bad yet?
0: That the uh, Bad Boys for I mean, Life. I-
1: i mean three yeah have you seen it yet? i haven't
0: seen it yet well
1: it i'm yet. not gonna i won't take anything away from it but uh free I, I won't ruin anything but there is absolutely a scene where martin lawrence's characters retired and will smith's like yeah how's that gonna work you're just gonna be at home and get fat and start breaking everything she's gonna want you to get out of the house
0: yeah you're gonna get fat and break things yes
1: well, I mean, I mean, essentially what it's also saying is it's like, I don't know, a person like you specifically, like your lifestyle, what you do for a living is you go out and you socialize and you, and you get up on stage and you do comedy, right? So it's like for you, I can only imagine it's much tougher because you're not getting that performance release that you need. It, it's kind of like it, – it's sort of like imagine taking away Cody Bellinger's left leg. Like he can't yeah. play baseball anymore. He's going to have to find something else to do.
0: Which is we? Speaking of which, we've been extremely impressed by the basketball that has come out of the bubble, man.
1: Well, you called it from the very beginning. You're like, yeah, it's a shooter's gym. You know, these shooters are going to showcase because it's like the repetition and that same they learn the feel, the touch, the lights.
0: Hmm. This the same background. You know, there there's not a different depth. Right. You know, behind the the yeah. So, but I've been extremely impressed but at the same time look at the sacrifice that these guys are making they've been in there now for over these are multi-millionaires man
1: yeah i I think the nba has done really well especially with the black lives matter movement and everything else and showcasing and bringing that thing to the world but i also think that they've they, they massively led you to think that which is positive but also to not let your families in the bubble to me is bizarre like why aren't the athletes families and and, uh, allowed to come into this bubble doesn't make sense
0: well they they are now and i guess the coach and the biggest thing
1: is the coaches yeah the coaches ultimately want to to have like well this is going to be a perfect time for me to be the device that they won't have any distraction it'll just be about basketball but that's not what the world is that's not how it works right no but having family things aren't distractions they should be exactly the opposite Right.
0: The coaches don't get to bring their families until the conference finals.
1: See, I still think that's super bogus. So I, I misspoke by what you, what you were leading into, but yeah, I I, I definitely think them not letting them have their families the wrong move.
0: Oh, that was a big mistake. Yeah, but the the now it's the coaches and even LeBron. Find, the coach for the Nuggets used his press conference time. He was like. He was like, it's he was like, shame on you, NBA. And and he was mad. And then LeBron, of course, came to his came to his defense. But I mean how are you okay, so I'm just
1: not interested in LeBron's NBA anymore, dude. I'm so over it. It's like, look, we had 14, 15, 14 years with Jordan, you know, then we had our our kind of I, I mean, I don't even know who kind of I guess we had our, you know, fifteen good years with Kobe. Look, okay, Le, Le, LeBron, look, dude. You're an amazing player. You're probably the first or second best player of all time, no doubt. But I just, I'm just over the LeBron NBA dude. Let's. I'm
0: just, over. just so much. I just think there's so much talent in the league. That's why I just love the. I don't.
1: And know. that's what I mean too. It's like, how about why make the league about one specific dude and then like his five little counterparts like why not make it about like those 20 really amazing players and 17 of them don't get any like praise the way they should
0: right like Dame uh, Dame Lillard is finally getting his well,
1: he's number. he's getting it because like you can't shut him up his and you numbers, can't deny him yeah that's what I mean so yeah it's you were going to shift gears what were you going to say though before we got it before I went off on the LeBron tangent uh, I was just the. I mean
0: these guys are having to focus on you know the 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 black lives matter social justice <clears throat> basketball you know that's what they to keep saying right now that's what those guys have to focus on for me to stay sane i am you know doing this uh trying to get healthy stuff i do infrared sauna i do uh float therapy I do all this stuff to stay. What do you do to stay sane? What are you? I mean, what do you do? I know you got like you got a pool now, so you swim. So you... Yeah,
1: I, I don't know Just stay sane. To be honest with you, you and I we have already talked about this. You know, I've I've gone in the let's see the four and a half five months of very little work and very little leaving the house sort of scenario. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's only hit me two different times, and it was about 10 days each, where it's just like, oh, I didn't know how to compartmentalize it. Didn't really know what to do to have an outlet. And um, I don't know, it's going to sound crazy, but I think fishing helps me a lot. Yeah. I, like, I like the largemouth bass fish, and you're sort of, you're, you're not in the, you're not around a bazillion people. You don't have to worry about that element of the world. You're outside, you're getting some sun, you're using your brain a little bit. There's, there's a lot of, I don't know. To me, it's something I find enjoyable, but mostly I don't feel like I've really, I feel like I'm pretty consistently, um, you know, a moderate asshole. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't feel like I, I have gotten super stressed about the whole thing. I mean, maybe there was a moment where, you know, financially it's like, dude, what are we going to do? Yeah. If I don't get a Something well, the stuff. look how long it's been dude they, they, they've That's had it, what it's three or four recesses in the in the time that they come on they've, what they're doing they're they're just i don't even want to get into it now they're just it's intentional all the way through It's intentional it's, they're letting everybody out there fl- flop around it's just a power struggle dude it's like this is what's wrong with the two-party system is that you're automatically going to have to set a divide right so you're either one or the other and people don't realize that neither one side is 100 percent correct neither one side is 100 percent wrong right. so it's like they could just meet in the middle a little bit more instead of being so stern because like seriously when did it become party over policy it should never be that way it should always be the policies first well we've never had a president
0: in my lifetime that openly is like, I mean, even with the COVID stuff where he's like, they were literally so dumb that they thought they literally took it upon themselves to go, well, it's affecting Democrat States, the worst and democratic governors. Hey, speaking of that, did
1: you hear about Cardi B and uh, Candace Owens? Like that little, we've never had a president that's like, (laughs) I'm yeah, here for my written, for my people. What sorry, say it again? I like that he's here. 100%. He's
0: you know, we've never had a president that's been so adamant that he's here he's he's doing his
1: job for his people. He's still well publicly, yes. Who knows what it's like behind closed doors, but absolutely yeah. publicly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, I mean yeah. My yeah. my mom has a weird theory that she believes that he's intentionally kind of doing what he's doing to lead it into martial law, so that way, if he if he if he doesn't win the election, he could still remain there until. Well, I've never
0: I t- t- at this point, especially with the stuff he said about the troops and all this stuff. And all this stuff that he's just trying to hold on because he's scared to death because he knows he will be prosecuted for his, which crime.
1: is crazy, dude. That you would willingly rather be in control and and power when the world's in chaos versus the opposite of not having the world in chaos, but you're not in control and in compa- power. Yeah, like it, it, it's, it's 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 sick, dude. I don't know, man. And like we've talked about this too. We have a ton of friends that are. Well, I shouldn't say we you, do. but I have, I don't probably, I probably don't anymore at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I guess it's, it's, the difference between you and I, it's like, there is a certain line. Like, uh, I, I don't think that the line in the sand for me is whether you're a Trump guy or not. I mean, I, I liked that thing that you, you know, what I'm specifically talking about that you wrote on social media. I think it's great. Like, you're like, look, dude, if you support this guy, like, I just can't do it anymore. And then that's fair. You're allowed to have your opinion. Yeah. On the other hand, where I'm sort of like, yeah, you know, look.
0: On the other hand, you live in Texas, and you wouldn't just wouldn't you just wouldn't have anybody.
1: It's not even that. It's like <laughs> first case scenario. We only have this due for four or more years. So just fuck, like, you know, soft, hard, no. Oh, don't and- even.
0: I can't believe you said that. Almost no, good. I'm saying
1: if we do. Okay. If, if we, we do. do.
0: Okay. I was going to say, right. we can't have four more years of this, dude. This is, no,
1: I, I, I know a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people, and it's like it, it's going to do exactly what it happened the first time, where it's, okay, we'll back it up. You know, people are saying, man, if he wins again, I'm just going to have to leave the country. Okay, dude. Then. Yeah, but now do. we can't. But now he's fucked up the country so bad that we yeah. can't leave if we wanted to. Wait, wait, wait. This is this is we waited like, too long. He's like, let's 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 promote Corona so then no one can leave the country and then I have him trapped here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we can't go anywhere
0: anyway. That's what I'm saying. It's like, man, we're paying for it big time. We all were like, I'm Irving to Kane today if he wins. And then we didn't do it, and now he's fucking such a he's fucked it up so bad that we can't leave if we wanted to. Yeah. So uh, fucked up. Anyway.
1: Wait, so is that is that restriction still on? We still can't Is there any Yeah, there's a do? bunch of places to... we still can't go. Well, I thought I knew there was a bunch. I just didn't know Canada was one of them. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I could...
0: I'm pretty certain they're cutting. What about stuff.
1: Mexico?
0: I think is I think Mexico's about the only place we can go.
1: <laughs>
0: I think. I don't think we can get into Europe still. I don't know. I'll have to check when I get off the
1: it's funny too because i see posts on this um this website that i belong to for industry related work yeah and i've been seeing a lot of stuff coming out of canada i it's like do i apply for that or can i even get in i don't i don't but then also at the same time it's like what an idiot dude just look it up you have there's this thing that you can hold it's called a phone or a computer it's basically a library at your fingertips just figure it out yeah that's with the
0: industry industry always finds a way
1: yeah, they're doing this thing that I know a buddy of mine works on Yellowstone, and uh,
0: my mom will not stop telling me that I have to watch that show, and I still haven't done it yet. She like, I mean, hey, me, she want. like emails me her passwords and stuff.
1: And
0: <laughs> I still haven't watched the show.
1: I mean, say what you want, Kevin Costner is kind of a legend. Yeah, absolutely, and I hear really good things about him. This dude named Jalome that I knew, um, kind of came into contact a few times with, but he worked at Cinespea with Chris Wood. And you know, Chris. Yeah. And uh, he worked, he was on Hatfields and McCoys and he told stories about Kevin Costner, you know, like Jalom's not a very well known guy yet to that level. Mm-hmm. I mean, very few people are on Kevin's level anyway, but apparently like he was super cool day one got everybody together at the hotel and was like, Hey, we're going to watch, I think they watched water world or something weird with them. <laughs> and he's like, let's just sit here and watch this movie together and i hang out. And everyone was just like, he's like the friendliest, nicest dude. And I, and I can never be mad at any, any like celebrity. That's not an athlete that loves baseball. I mean, all of his baseball movies are great.
0: Okay. Um, Guys, today's show is I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. I'm your host, Brett Riley. Our guest today is Jason Hubble. He's a director of photography, a professional shooter, an all around talented guy, but most importantly, he's my friend. We've been friends for a while. Uh, Jason and I have talked about all of the different ways that we were going to work together, but like all of my creative, wonderful friends and people that, i like that i bring on the show uh they stay busy yeah so we've we've been but but that's been one of the positives from the pandemic is we've gotten to talk a lot about actual real uh projects that uh we're going to work on in the future and it's exciting it's also kind of makes it easier now that we're both grown up you know my wife and i've been together for over 15 years jason's got jason and his beautiful wife natalie and their little boy uh they've been together for seven years um so yeah and just him being a new dad me god that's so weird to be talking to people like i'm a vet but like so many of my uh, when it comes to this parenting stuff but I guess that's kind of what I am it's just the way that it is also me trying to pretend like I'm not a housewife or stay at, I don't want to be offensive to 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 the ladies or to anybody that's a stay-at-home parent I love it it's the most important job that I've ever had it just seems weird to me you know I've always been uh you know I've uh, with my career as a comedian it's just me i've always just had to worry about me so i guess it's kind of giving me balance to be the stay-at-home parent because it isn't just about me especially since the pandemic my career doesn't mean crap anymore so jason and i've had tons of talks about that what um uh, what do you got next coming up if i mean you do you so, even
1: know right now or well I, I just actually got a call today it's going to be a short gig because you know most of my gigs are what, six to 12 weeks kind of scenario. But this one's only going to be a little two-dayer. I, I don't know who the performer is yet, but I guess I'm going to be shooting some behind-the-scenes on a music video. Okay. Uh, in Dallas on the 14th and 15th. And then past that, I don't know, man. I really – it, it, this is also what's really weird for me too is the uncertainty of where the lack of work right now. So, I, you know, it does for me, I, you know, I'm fortunate in that way and knock on wood that continues that path. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, dude. It's just, it's weird times and kind of just have to be flexible and know that, uh, only so much is in your control. You kind of have to, yeah. you know, you don't have to drive the car on a 19 hour straight drive the whole time you know, pass the will to some people sometimes.
0: Yeah. Let somebody else drive for a little bit. That's my, yeah. problem. I'm a bit of a control freak.
1: I I mean, I think a, bit a lot, I mean, yeah, you totally are. And that's okay. I, I would say that I am too in a lot of capacities, but as we get older, you're just talking about it. It's like, imagine, you know, look, uh, if we're going to, I'm going to be your guest. And this is a one-time thing. I mean, dude, our relationship definitely, it took a long time to get here because we're both little stubborn both a little bit uh both have like egos both have uh, a lot of things to say and and we went through a pretty rough time but we bounced back and now that we're older we have kids you know we both have families and kids that you know whatever it is that whole thing that you chase in LA and the next thing you know you're 40 years old you're like wait a second dude I don't what am I doing this for if it's just you and that's I was a little bit in that scenario. It's another reason why I decided to move out of L.A. That And I miss it. I love it. I will always have an infinity for it, but I don't regret my decision. Like, moving out of state. and I, get, I, I got a favorite, Texas, getting a house. Dude, I could have so, such a life here. My son, you know, it's like, yeah. how often have you seen frogs, like, just jumping around in your backyard, dude, in L.A.? It doesn't really happen that often. We have a lot of lizards,
0: man, but it's also 111. Yeah. Dude, it was 121 in Woodland Hills.
1: Wasn't the heat index the other day like 115 in Burbank alone?
0: Oh yeah, it was hot. It was, dude. It was, it was cooking. And now, dude, and now like the Midwest is like bracing for like winter storms.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoever says global warming is not a thing, dude, they're insane.
0: No, it's nuts, dude. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about the Lake Travis boat parade for Trump? That freaking for boats that sunk. <laughs> was awesome.
1: Wasn't there like seven boats that sank? And I, I don't know, five, yeah. maybe like, like 15 distress calls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, I, I think it kind of speaks for itself. You sort of just let it sit there and rest.
0: Yeah, just I, let that I, marinate.
1: I, I, I did see somebody post something like, Hey, uh, have, I'll give you a great deal on a boat. For sale the only thing is you'll have to get it from underneath the water <laughs> yeah <laughs> My, minor damage no big deal you know you just have to replace the engine
0: where's no the best w- joke there's a meme with joe they've been doing those memes though with hillary and obama or biden and obama sitting together and there's one where biden and obama, obama are sitting together and biden's like making obama crack up because he's like hey uh where's the best place to watch the trump parade he goes glass bottom boat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Glass bottom boat. <laughs> uh, bottom boat. Uh, uh, uh
0: I, I dude, I told you my f- dude. N- you didn't laugh the other night either when I told my bet my favorite new joke from the pandemic. You didn't laugh, dude. Either. You did a
1: few the other night where I was like,
0: God,
1: dude, it is he he needs to get out of the house <laughs> because there two of them were just awful, man. I'm like, this is like sixth grade Brett Riley joke right now like <laughs> which one which one are you specifically talking about? I'm curious
0: uh okay, I'll tell both of them uh, uh, the first one I told you was when I was playing Madden and uh it was the chiefs I was the chiefs versus the Redskins, and I said when the, oh, are the, you sure
1: you want to do this?
0: Yeah, when the Chiefs and the Redskins are playing, where is they? Where are they trying to be? Indian zone. Indian zone. Indian zone. <laughs> so stupid.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. Also, it's like. T-
0: First off, Indian Dune.
1: Of all teams to pick, too, it's kind of like the Braves and the Redskins. They're all going through this insensitive with That's the, the names, and then you're going to come in with that joke. And then I come <laughs> in
0: with this stupid joke. Okay, so that one was awful. And then the how, other How liberal of one... you, by the way. The what? How liberal of you, by I'm the so way. So liberal. Oh, yeah. I love how often you point out that, like, nothing that I do is, like, whatever.
1: I'm
0: liberal. <laughs> What's this? What's the other joke, man? Move on. All right, here's my 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 other one that was not my joke, but I it's my favorite pickup line. I can't remember somebody posted this, but my favorite pickup line from the quarantine is: walk up to a girl and go, "Is your name Suicide? Because I think about you all the time."
1: Like, what does that even mean? So, like, are you saying you're suicidal, or, or? Well, that was yeah. you. Where you took
0: it, you were like, "Wait a minute, you don't really feel like that, do you?" Well, I did. Like, the I was the like, other Hold night, you were like, you "Hold
1: have up, much, Hold up man. <laughs> Hold up, man.
0: Tell me, dude."
1: So yeah, Brett, dude. The, uh, the irony about that joke is how you started today's show off.
0: I know. I did. I started off with the. Yeah, I have concerns. <laughs> I'm a concerned citizen. Man, um yeah, it was it's been so hot this summer. I mean, this this weekend 120 all of, you know, LA. This yeah. So we couldn't go anywhere. The kids
1: And, and the, the states on fire right now, dude. Two, like I read 2 million acres. Two million, yeah, I read that. 2 yeah, million
0: acres. Dude, the 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 air quality is disgusting.
1: You know, I I just, I just, not only the people that lose their homes and their possessions and their lives lost and the firefighters and everyone else, but man, that ecosystem and the animals, dude. I just, yeah, I I, can you imagine just a field of a bunch of animals running around is frightened to death. That's, oh, yeah. Breaks my heart. Think about that.
0: Yeah. And, and just the, but the crazy thing is, is the, it's amazing how much Cali bounces back, though, from fires.
1: You know, my mom and I actually were talking about that the other day and, and one of the jobs I went on was in Australia and it was during the time of year where they do like these controlled burns mm-hmm. through, through their outback and like it's it's probably like 24 inches tall of just fi- of, of burning fire that you could see clearly is day but every year it grows back a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger and I feel like, you know, when you go over the 405, Yep. Right there, we could see uh, the Getty. Uh-huh. Look, just think about a couple of years ago and look how green and lush it is now. It's almost like it came back stronger from the fire. And I'm not saying like I'm promoting fires or anything. Like No, that. It's, but it's just the world has a way to bounce back. It is weird for people,
0: though, I'm sure any uh, that live other places. That's how I felt when I moved out here when they were like, oh, it's fire season. I was like, uh-uh, fire is not a season. And they were like, "It is in California, right. bro." Right now
1: that I moved here, it's like, and "Oh wait," like, and now I live in tropical storm like country, so like it's a season for that too. Season for hurricanes a season for like every. No matter if you're in the Midwest or the East or the or, or the West, there's always a season for something that's probably a little bit destructive.
0: Dude, the the you're it's in crazy. you're in like Hurricane and Tornado Alley.
1: Yeah, luckily to,
0: – Tornadoes aren't as bad, though, that deep. Not man, not like Houston. where you
1: came from, baby. No, not in <laughs>
0: Kansas. I've seen eight tornadoes in real life up close, and I don't ever want to see them again. I've only yeah, gone I through – I
1: think I've seen five, yeah. I've only uh, gone
0: through so many hurricanes. I think I've gone through less than a handful. Sorry, not hurricanes. Earthquakes. I've never gone through a, a hurricane.
1: So it's funny you say that because I've been working on my demo reel here recently. So I was watching some old footage and I came across, you know, that show I did in 2010, the uh, Swords Laugh on the Line, the sword fishing vessel. Yeah. And we ran from a hurricane on that. And going back and watching it 10 years later, it's just like, it's amazing that I didn't understand the severity of it. But then when you see it 10 years later and you're watching the footage, you're like, oh my God. And then all the facts, it was like apparently one of the worst storms that the Outer Banks had seen since like 1911. And they kept comparing it to the perfect storm. And I've, I had a Lieutenant Dan moment where I was on this boat at night and we're like 50 foot swells, dude. And it, I'm just thankful it was at night. So I couldn't see far enough out there to understand how bad it really was.
0: Oh, dude. I so, can't even imagine being on a boat with 50 foot swells. I couldn't it's handle. It's only
1: a hundred foot boat dude, too. Dude, I couldn't handle. No, dude. Uh-uh. I, I <laughs> no, you know. I was, what, I could barely
0: handle doing comedy on cruise ships, dude.
1: Well, thinking about it from your perspective is exactly how I think about it now. But when you're in it, your brain takes you somewhere else and something else happens. It's hard to explain, but it's like you just have to reach. You're at the mercy. Like, whatever, man. There it is. It's if What do you do? Adrenaline what do mercy. you do? Yeah, but also it's like the adrenaline burns off and then you hit that super low and then you're freaking 50-foot waves.
0: So, it's freaking me out just thinking about it.
1: It freaks me out about thinking about it now after the fact too. Yeah. Dude. Hey, by the way, real quick, too, before I forget, I've been wanting to ask you about this. I didn't get to bring it up the other night, but then maybe it hadn't happened yet. Did you see this like, little tweet battle between Cardi B and uh, Candace Owens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Oh, uh, for one, geez, bo- both. It's just so bleh. I don't, you know, you know. Honestly, though, when I was a kid, I loved Two Live Crew, dude, and she's kind of like the female modern version of that now. Yeah, I mean, her, her stuff's raunchy and everything, but look, dude, I, people love it for whatever. It's the reason. number
0: one song in the country. Yeah.
1: Yep. Like,
0: I just, <laughs> I just want to hear friggin' like Lou Holtz do that.
1: Uh, oh, you're somewhat, Lou Holtz,
0: some wet ass pussy.
1: I got yeah, like, wet ass pussy. Seriously, give it, give it like ten minutes. I mean, uh, give give it like thirty seconds. Come, uh, freestyle a little something with Lou Holtz and some wet ass pussy. Some... <laughs> <laughs> what you to park that
0: big Mac truck right in my little garage? I
1: got <laughs> <laughs> do, do a macaroni in a pot.
0: Macaroni in a pot. That's some wet ass pussy. I got. <laughs>
1: It's so good. Yeah. Can you imagine like him being a football coach still? And that's like his half. Dude, what's pissing PC me off
0: like- is he came out and supported Trump, so Trump's gonna give him the Medal of Freedom. Yeah. He came out and supported <laughs> Trump at the RNC, so he's given them the medal of freedom. I just I see I love Lou, but even all my heroes. Lou's one of my heroes, man. And for him to be like no, for real? Dude, Yeah, dude. He's He's the epitome of the American dream. He's got a horrible speech impediment. Yeah. Well, I want to move on from that. I can't believe I just even talked about Lou Holtz frigging supporting Trump. Jason, what's your? Where can people find follow you? Where, where, or yeah, where can they find you? Your Instagram. What do you like to use the best?
1: You know me, man. I'm not much of a social media guy, but uh, I mean, I have I have Facebook like everybody else, but Instagram. It's just Hubble Films.
0: Hubble Films.
1: Yeah, it's two B's, two L's, H-U-B-B-E-L-L-F-I-L-M-S.
0: Yeah, Hubble Films on Instagram. And uh, you can find me, Mr. Brett Riley, on Instagram, M-R-B-R-E-T-T-R-I-L-E-Y, or just look up brettriley.com, and it'll lead you to all of my different social media. Uh, Guys, I appreciate everybody coming to listen. Uh, Check us out on Spotify and on Anchor. Um, please tell people about the about the show and if you're listening guarantee you we like you Jason thank you so much for being my guest today man (laughs) and uh, come on again soon and uh, gladly thanks for having me yeah we'll have you on again soon because we have a ton of other stuff to talk about and uh, give it up I want to give it up for my producer Q Uh, again I like some of you Brett Riley thanks for listening I I, I like like some some of you with Brett Riley where honesty is the best policy.